next week. See ya. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Flights between Hong Kong and Singapore are fully booked for the first two weeks following the announcement of a travel bubble towards the end of the month. Thousands of people attend the first day of a music festival in Wuhan, where COVID-19 first emerged, and North Korea accuses President Biden of girding the United States for a showdown and pursuing a hostile policy towards Pyongyang. The Travel Industry Council says flights between Hong Kong and Singapore have been fully booked for the first two weeks following the scheduled launch of a travel bubble on the 26th of this month. The council's chairman, Jason Wong, said the tickets were mostly snapped up by business travellers and people visiting their relatives. He hoped more flights could be operated in summer between the two places for holidaymakers. He was asked if he's worried the travel bubble might be halted again, given the emergence of Covid variants in Hong Kong. It would really depends on the vaccinations uh, penetration in uh, uh, both communities. Right now, I, I guess the recent figures in uh, this week is uh, uh, is growing, and more and more citizens is uh, taking the vaccine, and uh, we hope that the trend would carry on and uh, it would help to uh, co- uh, contain and maintain the reported case in a minimum figure. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Cheung, says the decision to order foreign domestic helpers to take a COVID test by May the 9th is focused on tracking down a coronavirus variant in the community after a helper was identified with a mutated form of COVID-19. Wendy Wong has details. About 370,000 foreign domestic helpers were ordered to take the test before next Sunday after a maid who works in Tongchong was found to carry a variant of the virus, which experts say could be far more infectious. The maid had the same variant as a 29-year-old man visiting from Dubai who was reported with a variant last month. Writing on his blog, Mr Chung said workers at care homes for the elderly and disabled are also considered high risk and also have to get tested for COVID regularly. The Home Affairs Department says it's commissioned China Inspection Medical Laboratories to set up a mobile centre in Tongchong to test residents subject to the compulsory testing order. The centre will operate from 2pm to 8pm. Thousands of people have attended the first day of a music festival in the mainland city of Wuhan, where COVID-19 first emerged. Footage shows people in the crowd dancing and singing, many without masks. Last year's Strawberry Music Festival was held online due to virus restrictions. Numbers are limited for this event. Mainland media says a freak thunderstorm hit Nantong City in eastern Jiangsu province, killing 11 people and injuring more than 60. According to the Global Times, strong winds caused buildings and trees to collapse. Rescuers evacuated more than 3,000 people when the storm swept through the Yangtze Delta on Friday night. Wind speeds of over 160 kilometres an hour overturned a fishing ship. Two sailors were rescued and a search was underway for nine missing crew. Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong has called on the government to set up an office to combat fake news. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr Tong said lies and misinformation were the biggest challenge to the success of one country, two systems, and that in some cases the lies being spread were deliberate. Mr Tong acknowledged that communicating with the public had never been the government's strong suit. He called on the government to change this. The government must devote more resources to strengthen its ability to refute untruths and misinformation. There should be set up a public relation office or a central policy unit where lies and misinformation are quickly dealt with and corrected 
and not allowed to ferment and proliferate. North Korea has accused President Biden of pursuing a hostile policy towards the country and has warned the United States will get hurt if it provokes Pyongyang. The North was giving its first response to the Biden administration's policies on the country and accused Washington of insulting Kim Jong-un. Mr Biden told Congress on Wednesday that the North's nuclear weapons posed a threat and promised to deal with Pyongyang using diplomacy and stern deterrence. Robert Kelly is an expert in Korean-U.S. relations and is based in South Korea. He says the Biden administration's new stance isn't unexpected. The um, American position towards North Korea has more or less been one of containment and deterrence for many decades until Trump came along and then you had a lot of chaos. But, but for all of Trump's sort of television and theatrics and everything, it didn't actually change a great deal. And so in many ways, this isn't terribly surprising because I think it's basically a snapback to what it was before. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past one. A national day of mourning has begun in Israel after a crush at a Jewish festival on Friday in which 45 people died. They were trapped in a narrow walkway in Mount Maron, where up to 100,000 mostly ultra-Orthodox Jews had gathered. The BBC's Tom Bateman has more. Israeli flags on all public buildings are being lowered to half-mast to honour the dead. Families of those already buried are starting their week-long wakes, known in Jewish tradition as sitting Shiva. Most of the victims have now been formally identified. Among them were at least 12 children and teenagers, including two sets of brothers. In the increasingly fraught atmosphere over establishing what caused the crush, Israel's public security minister, Amir Ohana, said he took responsibility, but added that didn't amount to culpability. There have been reports of some progress at talks in Vienna aimed at rescuing the 2015 nuclear deal that Iran struck with the outside world. A Russian representative said there was cautious but growing optimism that the talks would succeed soon. As a third round of negotiations ended, Iran's chief negotiator, Abbas Arakchi, said the process was moving forward. We have been able to make a much better understanding on both uh, questions of difference and areas that we have a common uh, position. And uh, the discussion is now more matured and uh, we have already started to draft. The UK is cutting its core funding to the UN Children's Fund by 60%. The BBC's James Lansdale reports. The British government is cutting its overall foreign aid budget this year by more than $5 billion, and slowly but surely the impact is being felt. UNICEF said its funding from the UK would fall from $55 million to $22 million, a cut of 60%. The UN agency said it was deeply concerned by the decision, which it warned would have serious consequences for children around the world, particularly those affected by COVID-19. The Foreign Office said the government was taking tough but necessary decisions because of the seismic impact of the pandemic on the UK economy. Manchester City are on the brink of regaining their Premier League title after Sergio Aguero and Ferran Torres sealed a 2-0 win at Crystal Palace. It means they'll be champions if Manchester United lose at home to Liverpool tonight. Pep Guardiola says he's been taken aback by his side's consistency this season. I'm surprised. I didn't expect it. That showed me the quality of this play today show it you know 10 points in front the people could say okay it doesn't matter no. they play like they run more the opening they were consistent and and at the end three points 80 points and we are close 
Meanwhile, Chelsea moved closer to securing a Champions League spot for next season with a 2-0 win over Fulham. They're six points clear of fifth-place West Ham. Everton are nine points away from Chelsea after Aston Villa dented their hopes of a European slot with a 2-1 win at Goodison Park. Brighton have taken a step forward, securing their top-flight status for another season after beating Leeds 2-0. In Italy, Inter Milan are close to winning the title after beating Coronona 2-0 to move to the cusp of the Serie A title. Antonio Conte's side are 13 points ahead of City rivals AC Milan, who reclaimed second place of the 2-0 win over 18th place Benevento with four games to play. Inter will win their first title in more than 10 years later today if Atalanta drop points against Sassuolo. In Spain, Atletico Madrid remain two points clear at the top of La Liga, but rivals Real Madrid are still within striking distance and third place Barcelona play Valencia. In Formula One, Valtteri Bottas has claimed pole position over teammate Lewis Hamilton for the Portuguese Grand Prix by just seven thousandths of a second to complete a Mercedes front row lockout in qualifying. Red Bull's Max Verstappen will start the race in third. Bottas says his pole position is long overdue. Good feeling to be, be on pole. Uh, feels like it's been uh, been a while, so it was nice to get a good qualifying. It's been a weak point for me in the in the first two races, getting the tyres to work, but. Um, yeah, we've, again, this weekend we've been working hard and it's nice to see it's paying off and puts me into good, good position for tomorrow. Racing now, Medina Spirit won the 147th Kentucky Derby at Churchill Downs, giving trainer Bob Baffert a record seventh victory in the U.S. flat racing classic. Puerto Rican jockey John Velasquez took Medina Spirit to the front early and held on to win the first duel of U.S. racing's triple crown for the fourth time as overwhelming pre-race favourite Essential Quality finished fourth. To end the news, the top stories once again. Flights between Hong Kong and Singapore are fully booked for the first two weeks following the announcement of a travel bubble towards the end of the month. Thousands of people attend the first day of a music festival in Wuhan where COVID-19 first emerged and North Korea accuses President Biden of girding the United States for a showdown. And that is all the news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, value, value and value, a new experience.